you know, where do you want to be in your business? I love this idea about Stephen Covey beginning with the end in mind. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you know, that habit number one, beginning with the end in mind. But I also like to work backwards from that end point. Welcome to the Business Mastermind Podcast with business strategist, speaker and author, Gavin Preston. Tap into this meeting of minds between everyday business people on their journey to master business growth. Join them as they share strategies, insights and shortcuts to help you survive and thrive in business and life as you scale your business and achieve a bigger impact. Hey, Gavin here. You love the audio format because you listen to podcasts. I'm a massive fan of learning through audio courses and books. What I particularly like about Knowable is that courses are short form, like a podcast, and expert-led, like an audiobook, with courses on leadership from the commander of the International Space Station and on startups from the co-founder of Reddit. Grab yourself 20% off with coupon code GAVIN, in capital letters, G-A-V-I-N, which brings the price down to just over $3 a month. It's a no-brainer. Download the Knowable app or visit knowable.f. YI. Use code Gavin to get 20% off. Hey, Gavin here. Hey, presto. Welcome back. Now, of course, planning is a tool, is a thing, that a practice that you should be doing at the turn of the year before the start of the year. And no doubt there's been a lot of talk about that in around your business and a lot of people you may have been listening to have been talking about the importance of planning ahead. I have on a previous podcast. But just in case you haven't got down to it yet or you want to revisit it with a little bit more of um, substance or a process and um, I want to take you through some of the ways in which I take my strategic planning clients with through. I'll take you and give it some context about the model, the strategy compass model that I have in, in, in the book, you know, Survive and Thrive, my book, How to Secure, Scale and Succeed in Business. And there's this model here, the strategy compass, which I'll come on to in a minute. But typically what I do is I work with clients three, five years out in terms of where their planning horizon is. And then I get them to break that down into yearly goals. And then importantly, I love the sort of frequency and the pace of a 13-week sort of sprint to quarterly planning cycle. And so I run a program with a lot of my clients actually uh, called this quarterly strategic planning program where we start having planned out the year and further on in their business but then we do some detailed action planning for the quarter ahead and so we have that that sort of um, that cadence of a 13-week period about this real focus about what they're going to get done and the clarity around the actions but if we back up and we think about where you're heading over the next three years the next five years I think most people would recognize that probably a three-year time planning horizon is probably an appropriate one at the moment. So, you know, where do you want to be in your business? I love this idea about Stephen Covey beginning with the end in mind. Seven habits of highly effective people, you know, that habit number one, beginning with the end in mind. But I also like to work backwards from that end point. And so... Um, where the things that I'm, I'm looking at in terms of uh, the business of okay, what are your outcomes? What are your what are your business results? What are your objectives that you want to have achieved um, over that period of time? And then break that back down into what will need to have happened on a quarterly basis. I base it around the insights that the the strategy compass model can can give you. So the strategy compass has as its core purpose and then mindset, outcome strategy, capability, and then action as being the six steps. So for the purpose of this, let's we're not going to dive into purpose or mindset. Um, so the, the step three being objective is absolutely, outcome is absolutely critical. So be clear on where you're heading. 
step four is the strategies, the how-to. And, you know, I use a number of different, and in the book, Survive and Thrive, you can grab yourself a copy from surviveandthrive.cc. Um, and it, I'll give you the book for free. I want to get it into your hands. You just pay for postage and packaging. So you, you, there's a number of models in the strategic planning models in the tool and strategy. You know, one that is a go-to that virtually everybody's heard of, of course, is the SWOT analysis, the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. I'll um, use other models such as values, discipline, and soft growth matrix. Um, I also will yeah, uh, look at the Tim, uh, Jim Collins, good to great, you know, hedgehog model. But these are powerful and useful lenses through which to look at a business to be able to see where there are opportunities for differentiation, for growth, for improvement. But I think actually the SWOT, most people do know of it, but they probably haven't updated it for a while. At the moment, with the changing sort of landscape which we're working in and the economic uncertain times, I think it's really, really relevant that we will go back and do a SWOT analysis again. And I tag another T on the end of the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, and I also look at what are the trends in the marketplace. Why? Well, then we need to be uh, looking from that and saying, well, who is it we're serving? Who's our, what is our niche, our niche, or our micro niche, our micro niches? Um, Who are those specific groups of people that we're serving? What are their pain points? What are their aspirations? What do they need help with right now? And is your product or service relevant to their needs? And as I've said previously, you need to be getting out in touch with people, canvassing, talking to them um, and speaking to them and find out what about their changing needs and requirements. Once you've got that understanding about the changing needs and requirements, you can look at how well your product or your service will solve those problems. To what extent will it address the, that, that burning need or help them to achieve that aspiration? And I think it's really important this time is that, that you're pretty ballsy in your promise that actually you're saying to people, I, you know, if it's a service and you're wanting to help people get from A to B, you back it with a level of conviction and determination that you'll be able to do that for them. Or if you're bringing a product to the market, what are the promises that that product will deliver, results it will get for the individuals that you're working with? So is your marketing message still relevant um, and so what I would then look at, so so we've understood where you're going, who you're serving, what business objectives. You say, okay, so if we're clear on who we're serving, we're clear about how or we've done our research and we now got our indications or uh, intel, intel about how we can improve or tweak our product or our service, what would have to happen in the delivery of that product or service in order to be able to hit those objectives for the year or for the quarter? And then you work back. Well, what does our lead generation system need to look like? What, how, how, what activities are we activities are we going to do, and upon what platforms to generate those leads? How many of those leads do we need to convert into appointments or sales conversations? And how many of those do we need to then convert into actually sales to achieve those objectives? So you kind of work back through those the maths on that, and the, the, the maths on those numbers. And then what I'm also looking at is about across the product range, you know, how do we get our customers to come back and buy more often? How do we get them to increase their average order value? And so I say, well, where are the opportunities to upsell and cross-sell your customers? Um, then what are the opportunities to increase order value? Yes, you can upsell and cross-sell more products or services, but what about price increases? 
I would put in the muddy of the fact that I'm sure you are incurring extra costs in your supply chain. So now's the time that you need to be looking at where possible passing those costs on um, into your customer base and indeed getting a price increase over, over and above that. And then um, given the average order values increased, how can you get them to come back and buy more often? So increase price, increase the average order value and get them to come back and buy more often. And then what are the activities that you and your teams can do to generate those results? And so we're working backwards all the time. So we thought about where we're heading, what's our business objective, who are we serving, what's our marketing activities going to be doing across the different platforms that are available, what are our sort of sales and marketing teams going to be doing in order to be able to convert those into conversations, and then how do we increase the value of the sale? And what in amongst that, then we're thinking about building the capability, which is step. Um, step five of the strategy compass in the organization to be able to deliver on that you know that's that i use an analogy and uh, sorry a mnemonic called scale so that's about the systems that you need enough cash in your business for a working capital it's about what innovation are you bringing to your product to your service it's about leadership and culture and it's about the effectiveness of yourself and of your teams so i then go into we've set our targets we understand how we're going to generate the leads we understand what we're going to do to convert them i then go to look at what's the functional capacity in the business and is it fit for purpose for the increased growth and what are the things that we need to do to increase that functional capacity whether it's better systemization whether it's more people whether it's better training etc whether you know when those people could be a virtual assistant you know va or subcontract or freelance resource or they could be uh, trained employers the culture is critical to deliver on that and the performance and the measurement and the accountability, which is step six of the strategy compass about what are the things you're doing to hold your teams accountable for delivery of the results that you know you've worked back through the mass that you know that they need to deliver in order to create those results. I think one of the hardest things you listen to that you listen to that process and it sounds all very logical, one that no doubt you've heard many times before. The hardest thing I find with the business owners that I'm working with when we're helping them to do this process is they don't necessarily cut out, carve out the time in order to be able to do that. And part of the you know, time sessions scheduled with me and my colleagues are sessions that enable them. They're in the diary. We walk them through the process and their brains are freed up with answering the questions. You know, a good coach, a good facilitator is good at asking the right questions that pulls out the right information, the right answers for somebody. If you're trying to do it yourself, simultaneously, half your mind metaphorically has got to be able to come up with the questions whilst the other half answers those questions. So having somebody as an external person um, to be able to run that process, take you through that planning process and that journey um, is really, really uh productive and it means that more of your attention can be focused on um focused on coming up with the answers and the results and of course in uncertain times that we find ourselves living in you have to run through a number of different planning scenarios also so you know i encourage you if you're struggling with this process reach out drop me an email gavin at gavinpresson.com and i can share with you this process that i do with many clients i've got them good and consistent results it's so effective these clients have been working with three four five years because they know that it gets them the it gets them the accountability well the clarity around the planning but then the accountability to make sure they deliver on the plan it doesn't just become something that gathers dust on the in the drawer or it's an unopened um, folder on the desktop so 
make sure you've taken that time. If you haven't done it already, you need to go and make sure you do that. Set those targets. Make sure you've got the accountability mechanisms in place. And then keep your eyes looking outwards to the environment around you so that you're very, very attuned to the changing needs of your marketplace. Hey, Gavin here. You love the audio format because you listen to podcasts. I'm a massive fan of learning through audio courses and books. What I particularly like about Knowable is that courses are short form, like a podcast, and expert-led, like an audiobook, with courses on leadership from the commander of the International Space Station and on startups from the co-founder of Reddit. Grab yourself 20% off with coupon code GAVIN, in capital letters, G-A-V-I-N, which brings the price down to just over $3 a month. It's a no-brainer. Download the Knowable app or visit knowable.fyi. Use code GAVIN to get 20% off. You've been listening to the Business Mastermind Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review so that more people like you can get their business back on their own terms. Enjoy more success and create more impact.